You're listening to Marcus Sahaba Online Radio Podcast. Two minutes after nine. Uh, it's a beautiful night. It's a beautiful evening. It's time for our discussion with my beloved, uh, honorable, respected senior Fadilatul Ustad, Hazrat Mulana Salim Karim. Damad Barakatuhum, all the way from Ladysmith. Remember, my beloved listeners, to all our mommies and all our daddies and all our daughters and all our daddies and all our nanas and nannies and all our beloved, beautiful listeners of Marka Sahaba, the voice of Ahlu Sunnah wal Jama'ah. If you have any questions that you would like uh, to post to our beloved Ustad, Hazrat Malana Salim, please, you are free to do so on 084-786-3132. 084 786 3132 international overseas listeners plus two seven eight four seven eight six three one three two plus two seven eight four seven eight six three one three two our topic tonight is family ties the importance of family ties in islam how do we resolve our family ties you know and i know how many people are not speaking to each other we speak about our own relatives our own family members leave that our own blood our own blood i received already three messages three messages and you're going to cry my beloved listeners out there if i have to pose the questions out to you this evening and you're going to listen it says it is really, really, really said. And I want to know from my beloved Ustad, you know, when it comes to Shariat wise, and when it, when it comes to the hukum of Allah, when it comes to the commandments of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, can you actually stay without speaking with your mommy, with your dad, or with your own blood sister, or with your own blood brother, or with your own son, or with your own daughter? For 11 years, for 15 years, for 20 years. I'm asking you, what does Islam say about that? So, inshallah, we're going to cross over now to our beloved Fadila Tulustad. And before we begin and before we, we ask him about our topic this evening, let's ask our beloved Fadila Tulustad, how's things, how's the things in Ladysmith? Because apparently people are sending uh, clips and video clips and messages that uh, Ladysmith is being flooded. We don't know how true is it. But anyway, let's go to Fadila Tulustad. Welcome to the show. Ustad on this Mubarak evening. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Alaikum assalam wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Mulana ahlan wa sahlan wa marhaban to you and our esteemed listeners. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala reward you for the silent and secret du'as that you had made for us and the people of Laidismith in these difficult few days that we had witnessed. Mm. Alhamdulillah, the water is now getting less. Ameen. And the water is residing, inshallah, al-Aziz. And hopefully the cleanup and the mopping operation, uh, mostly the business houses in the main street mm. and the street parallel to that was badly affected. Mm. And many, many shops, lots of water entered and a lot of loss of property. Mm. So may Allah Ta'ala reward us all and grant them a ni'mal badal and make it easy. They've got to pick up the pieces. People were earning their livings in that particular area. You know, daily living, earning a halal rosy, and all that was taken away. But there's great hikmat and wisdom. And inshallah, let's hope. Because, you know, there's many ways of Allah testing us. Sometimes Allah will send strong winds. Sometimes Allah will send earthquakes. Sometimes Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will send a tsunami, sometimes Allah will send tornadoes, many, many ways of destruction. 
we must make shukr that mm. the most important thing, our iman is salamat mm. and our yakin in Allah is strong. Because everything in this dunya is temporary, Mawana. And inshallah, you can lose everything in this world. You can find a replacement. Mm. But if you lose your yakin in Allah, there is no replacement. So for a mu'min, alhamdulillah, every test and trial is rewarded by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And Allah Ta'ala will definitely grant you a ni'mal badal. Mm. So on a lighter side, Mulana, yes, alhamdulillah, the water is getting lesser and lesser, inshallah, and people, inshallah, I think from tomorrow will start up the cleaning operations. I mean. The shops will open and they'll start cleaning and removing things. Fortunately, there, was any, there wasn't any report of loss of life. Mm. Alhamdulillah, yes, loss of property and lots of other things, but no loss of life. Mm. So, yes, we must thank Allah Ta'ala first and foremost. And all the brothers and sisters, in whichever capacity, the organization, all rallied together. And mashallah, Alimdad, always in the forefront. Alhamdulillah, always Allah Ta'ala accepts this organization for the khidmat of deen and for humanity. They were first on the scene, inshallah. And I was told there were more than 30 to 40 brothers who mm. needed food, they needed mattresses. And alhamdulillah, Alimdad. Alhamdulillah, the officers from Escort and Ladysmith, Alhamdulillah, have done a tremendous job and a very fruitful job. And Alhamdulillah, up till now, they are feeding those who have taken shelter at the stadium where the municipality has, inshallah, has provided shelter for them. So Alhamdulillah has taken the forefront, inshallah, the leadership. May Allah reward the team, give them Azri Azim. Ameen. And all the donors who have helped, Alhamdulillah, give them Barakah in the Rosi. And make it easy for us. Hmm. Usama, on the lighter side, I see many, many people are swimming. <laughs> I see the video clips here going around. <laughs> <to> some people. <laughs> Forget that, Mulana. I've never seen a more humorous club. You know, from one side of the street, because the water is almost like knee or waist high. Uh-huh. So one of the clever guys took a trolley. Uh-huh. <laughs> and obviously, some of them don't want to get too wet. So they stood on the trolley and the guy is pulling the trolley. No way to start. Across the street from one side to the other for a two rand or a five rand. So that was the most amusing clip. Allahu Akbar. But anyway, you have those light moments also. People, they can improvise and do things that you just cannot believe. So yes, you have the lighter side of it. And yes. You have the sad part of it. But nevertheless, Allah Ta'ala may give you the since since you speak about the lighter side and you you get the lighter side and of course you get the, the, the sadder side, you know, uh, do you get this in family ties, Ustad? Uh, do, do you, do, did you ever take notice or did you ever see a family where they all get together, they are happy, they are laughing, they are smiling, or maybe you don't get that in family ties, Ustad, because many, many questions are coming in. Let's begin, inshallah, with our durud before we start the program, Ustad. Bismillah rahman rahim Alhamdulillah wa salamun ala ibadihi ما <laughs> ما كان محمد أبا أحد من رجالكم 
محبت لو ریسپیکٹ اس عمر بڑھتی ہے اللہ گیو یو لانگ لائف سبحان اللہ اللہ از بلیسڈ وتھ لانگ لائف اینڈ ہیز اعمالز اینڈ ڈیڈ انڈیڈ اکارڈنگ ٹو دا قران اینڈ سننا از ہائیلی ریسپیکٹڈ اینڈ آنرڈ بائی اللہ سبحان اللہ سو دی تھرڈ بینیفٹ دیٹ اللہ گیوز ٹو یو دی اللہ گیوز یو ا لانگ لائف اینڈ دی فورتھ بینیفٹ اللہ تعالی اوپن دی ڈورز اف رزق اینڈ سسٹیننس فور یو اینڈ دی فورتھ بینیفٹ Allah gives you a peaceful death. Subhanallah. Who doesn't want to pass away with the kalima la ilaha illallah Muhammad Rasulullah surrounded by his family members reciting Quran-e-Kareem Surah Yaseen, Surah Ra'ad the dhikr of Allah la ilaha illallah who doesn't want to pass away? So imagine how many if we are not going to keep family ties Mulana, we are not going to be talking to each other We are not going to be loving each other and respecting each other. Look at the benefits that we are going to be deprived of. <laughs> Sixth benefit, Allah Ta'ala will turn away all musibah that's coming your way. Sometimes disaster and destruction is coming your way. Turns it away just because of your love for your family member and respect for your family member. <laughs> and not only that, Look at the benefit worldwide. Mulki abadi or sabzi barti hai. Allah Ta'ala blesses the country and there's lots of greenery in the country. Subhanallah. Eight benefit. Guna maaf kiye jati. Allah forgives your gunas. Nekiya sabur ki jati hai. Allah accepts all your good deeds. Number ten. جنت میں جانے کا استحقاق حاصل ہوتا اللہ تعالیٰ گیو دی دا آنر ایز ٹو اینٹر جنت دلا رحمی کرنے والے سے اللہ اپنا رشتہ جوڑتا اللہ تعالیٰ کنیکٹ ود پرسن اس قوم پر اللہ کی رحمت نازل ہوتی اللہ رحمت descends on that nation. So respected brothers, you can just see so many benefits just to keep up family ties. So may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala give us topic for now. We have lost out quite a bit. It's mm. not too late. Let's start meeting families. Let's start greeting families. Let's start asking for forgiveness. And inshallah, so many benefits that we can inshallah personal benefits and inshallah benefit as the ummah of rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam to me allah taala give us tawfiq and i'm not sure of your question inshallah if you want to address it let's bismillah and let's focus ustad how do we go about if 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 families are not speaking to each other for years How do you go about step by step, Ustad? Uh, I, I see somebody says here, let's go to the question. I've got about six questions so far. One says here, I wish I never had a family. Mawlana Salim. My sister is a jealous witch. She just can't see other people in the family happy. Anonymous, Ustad. Mawlana, this is what the problem is. The main reason is two reasons. Uh-huh. 
if that person is suffering from an inferiority complex, <laughs> one. Number two, the person is insecure. Number three, there's financial instability. Sure. We're not happy with Allah's decision. Imagine the words that are being used. We come from the same parents. Allah Ta'ala gives you parents once in your lifetime. Allah Ta'ala gives you youth once in your lifetime. Allah Ta'ala gives you beauty once in your lifetime. You'll never get your parents again. You know, Hajjaj ibn Yusuf, we remember him. On one side, he did a few good things. But on the other side, he created lots of zulm and oppression. Was arrested, husband was arrested. The brother was arrested and the son was arrested. So the wife goes to him, Hajjaj ibn Yusuf, and begs, please release him. Hajjaj ibn Yusuf said, you have a choice from your brother, from your husband, or your son. Choose one, and I will release him. He says, no, please release all three. She says, no. Mm. You have a choice. Mm. Which one do you want me to release? Huh. Your husband, your son, or your brother? So this brilliant lady said, release my brother. It makes you think. She could have said, release my husband, release my son. She said, release my brother. Hajjad hmm. ibn Yusuf asked, but why did you choose your brother? Indeed. And not your husband or your son? She said, see, if I lose my husband, I can get married tomorrow and Allah will give me another husband. Number two, if I get married, and inshallah, Allah blesses me with children. If I lose this son, Allah will give me another replacement. Allah will give me a son. Mm. Number three, if I lose my brother, I'll never get a replacement because I have no parents anymore. So that's why I chose my brother. So subhanallah, love for each other is indeed a great neighbor. You know, Hazrat Khaja Hassan Basri Rahmatullah said, you know, the root of evil today is three things. One is arrogance. If you see all the fights that take place, because of kibber, <laughs> I'm proud. I think I am it. No one better than me. The root of three evils is three. One is arrogance. Number two is envious. All the time, envious. Why must they be better than me? Why must they enjoy a better life than me? Are you questioning Allah's distribution? If you're not happy with Allah's decision, I think it's Hadith Allah says, if you are not happy with my distribution, go and look for another Rab. <coughs> are we questioning Allah Ta'ala's yeah, Allah. decision and Allah's face? So, Hadrat Khaja Hassan Basari Rahmatullah said, the root of Evil is three things. Mm. One is arrogance. Allah Ta'ala brings simplicity in our life. Humble. Even if you have a claim against your brother, your blood brother, your blood sister, you are on right. You are hot. You are speaking the truth. You are honest. And you still say, for Allah's sake, make me mad. Allah Ta'ala will grant you jannah. It's better than your sadaqah, your ibadat, and your nafil ibadat. Just by making mad and saying, 
That's for the pleasure of Allah has forgiven you. Yeah, Allah. <laughs> and the third thing is greed, Molana. The root of all evils. Why must you have more than me? We are greedy. Astaghfirullah. We have too much of enviousness in us. And number three, arrogant. Respected brothers, life has three days. I may be living the next hour, I may be gone tomorrow morning. Hmm. So would you be? Did we lead our life? Yesterday, which is gone, will not get back yesterday again. Tomorrow, which you may not see. Today, act right now. Hmm. Go and seek forgiveness, ask for forgiveness. Maafi manglo dosto Allah Taala will make it so much great. See, the best attribute Allah can give to a mu'min mana is to give the good quality of forgiveness. You are nothing but a number of days, and every day passes away. A part of you passes away. You won't get this opportunity again to ask for maaf. So love the life you live, and live the life you love. <laughs> and that is in the pleasure and in accordance with the Qur'an and Sunnah of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa Whoever speaks ill about you, and whoever speaks evil about you, behind your back, don't become angry. For they are in reality giving you their good deeds on a golden platter. SubhanAllah. Don't need a big gathering. I need someone with a pure heart. So, respected brothers, what is the need for you and me to fight? What did Rasulullah say to us? That after the demise of our parents, the first thing that we must do, inshallah, is the funeral expenses. Number two, alhamdulillah, <laughs> is to do the tajheed and takfeen. Number, number three is, inshallah, pay out their debt. Ah. Number four, to carry out their wasiyat, whatever advice they gave. And number four is to keep our family ties with their brothers and sisters, which is your uncle and your aunt. Keep the muhabbat of the family. But Ustaz, and we are fighting like cats and dogs. Mm, 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 mm. But Ustaz, so there's a lot of ignorance in us, Mulana. Mm. Allah Ta'ala give us for to understand deen. Who's mm. that I don't understand about wealth, about money? You know, why people are fighting over wealth, over money? I see the question says here, and I know Ustad, you're going to be very upset. And I think uh, maybe Ustad should, uh, should also maybe uh, remind the listeners we should just be careful of our language. I know some, uh, some, some listeners are angry. Uh, uh, the, the, the question, uh, the, the message says, Dear Mulana Salim Karim, my sister-in-law married our brother because for wealth. She's a greedy pig. And it says here, if you are listening, stop taking advantage of our brother. You come from a very poor background. And today you feel you have everything because of our brother. You are a rubbish. Today our brother don't want to speak to his sisters. Our brother don't want to speak to us because he really loves you. I wish our brother can just divorce you. Anonymous, angry sister. Just in the start, I did say the reward in Sawaq that Allah Ta'ala gives us for keeping family ties. Mm, 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 mm. And when daughter-in-laws come, 
we must understand that you have to adapt to the ways and habits of your in-law. There must be an understanding between the daughter-in-law and mother-in-law. And the rest of the family. And I said in the morning to you, Mulana, that a daughter-in-law comes as a guest. Uh-huh. She must come there to enhance the family, to unite the family, to instill values in the family, to create love and muhabbat, not to disunite the family. A daughter-in-law cannot be perfect by herself. That's a beautiful thing, Yamalana. A daughter-in-law cannot be perfect by herself. A beautiful mother-in-law helps her to be one. So how that will be happen, Mulana? Mm. Through understanding, through mashwara, to appreciate each other, to humble yourself with humility, with simplicity, with adab, with trust, with hadiyah, with a smile, subhanallah. Mulana, we are insan, ashraful makhluk. Why must marriage and all these types of sunnah of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam not be respected? Mm. Is marriage here to break homes, to break families? No. They say, Monana, there's two reasons. Somebody is insecure here. Somebody is suffering here from financial instability. And the worst thing, Monana, is comparing each other. Competition. We compete with each other. This is another big musibah. And somebody said it very nicely, Monana. You see, mother-in-law straight. You know, the jealousy that's involved, sometimes the mother-in-law thinks she knows it all. Mm. A daughter-in-law has come, inshallah, welcome her. Treat her like your own daughter. Ah. The daughter-in-law must respect her mother-in-law like her own mother. She must have akhlaq, she must have adab, she must have respect, she must compromise, she must listen, she must make khidmat. But sometimes the mother-in-law, they are so, so possessive of their son. One another, they do not want to let go. We need to be fair. I'm not saying all the daughter-in-laws do this, but some of them do this. They, they want the husband for themselves. They don't want the husband, which is obviously the son, the brother of the family. Mm. Mashallah, they all want his attention and khidmat. Mm-hmm. The mother grew him up. The sisters helped him and nurtured him. Subhanallah. That bond that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has granted them. Nobody can take it away. So why can't we, inshallah, strengthen that bond and do things that will keep the muhabbat, the love of the mother, the love of the sister, and even greater than that, the love for the wife. Because all can happen, Mawana, if we just have to change our attitude. But sometimes some of the mother-in-laws overdo it because they think they know it all. Mm-hmm. One, Number two, they are overly critical. Any small thing they are prepared to pick on the daughter-in-law. Give the daughter-in-law a chance to settle in. And because you are the queen of your house and your kitchen and your home, inshallah, a new person has come in. Obviously, you cannot have two women in the same kitchen. That's why Sharia told you and me from the beginning, to keep the muhabbat and love in the family, Get them separated immediately after they got married. Give them a private home, a separate home, so that there is no interference, there is no fighting, and there is no argument. 100% Somebody asked Molana Tanwi Rahmatullahi, day and night I come home, is a fight between my wife and the daughter in law, the daughter in law, 
and my wife and the sister-in-laws, Mulana, I'm tired, I'm sick. What did Mulana say to him? And then he to that individual, he gives them their own privacy and give them a separate place to stay. It will take all the problem away. They will be more muhabbat and love. Some daughter-in-law, we take our hats out to them, and we say to the husband, I'm not going to stay anywhere, I'm staying with your parents, and I want to serve your parents. Subhanallah. It shows that this child or this girl is coming from a good background. Her parents instill value in her, adab in her, respect in her. And the thing that is happening in the Ummah Mawlana, we cannot respect the elders, and we are not showing mercy and rahmat and compassion Haq. to the younger ones. Haq, the people now said, the person who does not respect the elders of my of my ummah and who do not respect the children of my ummah, Talaysa Minna, they're not from us. Mm, 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 mm. So, Mulana, sometimes some mothers-in-law, they don't want to let go of the son, Mulana. Give the couple a chance. I always say, they will learn from their mistakes, inshallah, you guide them, no problem, but give them a chance to work together, understand together, inshallah, build up family, muhabbat. How is it? As a mother, I love my son, but I don't love my daughter-in-law. I don't love my grandchildren. See? Isn't this so unfair, Mulana? If mm. you love your son so much, then whoever your son loves, then love that person also. Those kados, those hota. Ah. Those kados, those hota, Mulana. But so, that's a, look, but look at some of the mistakes, Mulana. I mm. want to quickly tell you this. That as mother-in-laws, and coming for the daughter-in-laws now, just let's look at some of the mistakes that we are making. Uh-huh. And that's why there's so much of, they barricade in our relationship. Number two is bitter sarcasm. You make such remarks to make your daughter-in-law feel like a little child. Bitter sarcasm. You say such a nasty thing to hurt her feelings. The past religion talk. What happened in the past finished. Why do you want to talk about it? Insulting behavior. Why do you want to scold your daughter-in-law in public? Why do you want the neighbors to hear what you are saying? <laughs> they can issue, sit her down and speak to her, communicate with her. But now we will insult her in a function among people, among families. Constant competition. Sometimes you find this problem. The mother-in-law is young also, alhamdulillah. That's why it's better when you make the car, get married when you are young so that your children can grow up with you. See, so sometimes the mother-in-law is young. The daughter-in-law is young. Now there's competition in beauty. There's competition in dressing. There's competition in cooking. So alhamdulillah, if you have the expertise, you are the mother-in-law. You are senior in age. Allah has given you experience. Teach your daughter-in-law. Tell her to adapt to our family style, our way of cooking and thinking and behaving and entertaining. We have to teach. But all the time insulting, no, this is unacceptable. An ungrateful attitude. Don't be ungrateful. If the daughter-in-law has done something good for you, appreciate her. And number two, to the daughter-in-law, hold your mother-in-law's hand. Getting her son married means bringing a more positive person in his life. 
make salam and ask for ijazah. Because most probably your mother may be still taking a shower or a bath, so she is still dressing herself up. And it won't be appropriate for a son to see his mother in that position. Sharia even said that even your own mother's house, don't enter it until you make salam and get ijazah. Mm. Now it's your daughter-in-law and your son's bedroom. How on earth can you enter that room without seeking permission and knocking? So sometimes this also becomes a major issue. And sometimes when the daughter-in-law asks for advice, the mother-in-law, obviously she's upset with her or does not like her. She won't give the right mashura and right advice. And this is another musibat, Murana. As I said, before you go to somebody's house, phone. Because maybe, you may be my best friend, Monana. Mm. You just can't pick up here at my door. Yes, Ustad. You need to call me and say, Monana, are you available? Alhamdulillah, I need 10 minutes of your time. And I'm coming with two people. Monana, we bring one whole kumbi load. Mm. Thinking that I'm based on with you, Monana. I may be not ready to entertain so many guests. I have sufficient food just for four people. It doesn't give me the right because I have an excellent relationship with Morana Arafat. So I'll come here with one kumbi. Mm. So some mother-in-laws show up unannounced. Now they want to catch the daughter-in-law out. Is she still in her pajamas? Is the room clean? Is the house neat and tidy? Is the kitchen neat and tidy? No, Ustad. Come on, Ustad. No, Morana. These are some of the mistakes that are happening in society. And we need to address it. I'm not saying all the mother-in-laws and all the daughter-in-laws, Morana. Sometimes we just take things for granted. How can you show up unannounced? Phone your daughter-in-law, alhamdulillah. I'm coming for lunch. I'm coming to see. I'm coming to see the grandchild, alhamdulillah. Or have a hadiyah for your phone and tell. Number nine, criticize my daughter-in-law cooking. That was good, Morana. That's why Sharia said from the beginning, put them separate. My way of cooking, Moana, maybe I eat very hot food. Mm. My daughter-in-law may eat mild food. You love chicken, they love meat. There's a variety, there's a difference of taste, but Moana, we need to accommodate meat eaters halfway. See, now you start criticizing. Your daughter-in-law doesn't know how to cook. Your mother didn't teach you. You don't even know how to peel potatoes. You don't even know this. You don't even know that. And on the other side, the daughter-in-law is a good cook. She's excellent in baking, subhanAllah. But because I dislike her, I hate her, I will find all the faults that is in the book to criticize and bring her down. Mm. And the other big mistake is to expect the son to mediate between the daughter-in-law and myself. Sometimes it's very hard. You have your mother on one side, you have your wife on one side. And sometimes, as I said, Sometimes the mothers overdo it. The wife is innocent. Ah. Now, Allah Ta'ala is going to test you. How are you going to solve the problem? Are you going to stand up for justice? Are you going to defend your wife if she's right? Or are you going to defend your mother if she's right? And reprimand your wife. Allah is going to hold you responsible. So it's sometimes very difficult, Allah, when there's a dispute between the wife and your mother. And you are now... In the center, whose part must you take? Quran is very clear. To stand up for justice. If your mother is wrong, you need to tell Ma, this is not right, unacceptable. My wife, Alhamdulillah, is on her. So 
vice versa. You cannot justify a wrong. Mm. And finally, compare myself to my daughter-in-law's parents. Mm. So much of animosity, so much of differences. But there's a saying here, yeah, time is great. <laughs> you know, sometimes the mother-in-law just don't stop. So there's a funny quote here. I can't believe that she lived so long. Mm. Funny quote, doesn't make sense, it's not Islamic. I can't believe she lived this long. God must be avoiding her. Sure. <laughs> mm-hmm. A mother-in-law, we see lots of us, mashallah, we have lots of son-in-laws and daughter-in-laws. This is on a lighter note, Marana. I will bring now some, some humor in this thing. Yeah. We see three son-in-laws, you know, they came to visit their mother-in-law. Uh-huh. So the mother-in-law said to the first son-in-law, Beta, please come with me. I need to take a walk alongside the river. Yeah. So the son-in-law, mashallah, is walking with the mother-in-law. And then the mother-in-law decides that she wants to jump in the river. She jumps in. So the son-in-law dived and he took her out and rescued her. So the next morning at his house, he sees a brand new Toyota Corolla. And there's a note there from your mother-in-law. Wow. For your good gesture. Mm. And there is a second son-in-law. Your mother-in-law says, better you come with me. So they walk alongside the river and they reach a point and the mother-in-law jumps into the river. The son-in-law dies. And he rescues her, and Allah saves her. Next morning, he sees a beautiful Toyota Corolla parked in the driveway with a note from his mother-in-law. This is from your mother-in-law, Jazakallah. So the third son-in-law, the third day, he's walking with the mother-in-law. And now you're going to laugh here. <laughs> As they're walking around the riverbank, the mother-in-law decides he wants to jump in and dive into the water. She dives. The son-in-law did nothing with laughing. He left her. How? Next morning, in his driveway, he sees a BMW M5 parked in his driveway. And there's a note there. And guess what the note was written? Uh-huh. Jazakallah, this is from your father-in-law. <laughs> 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 Come on, Ustad. No, that's a bad one. No, no, no it's a bad one. I understand. <laughs> you know, Allah Taala makes it easy for us. You know, so much of misunderstanding and mistrust. Astaghfirullah. Lying. You see, when we lie in our relationship, ah. lying is a disease, and truth is the cure. Always speak the truth. So may Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala give us understanding, Murana. I'm not sure if you have any other questions. Ustad, uh, uh, regarding that question, uh, uh, any advice from your side where the, uh, I think Ustad spoke about it, where she, she says, my sister-in-law married our brother because for the wealth, and she's a very greedy pig. Uh, any advice you want to give there, Ustad? Because she says, if you are listening, stop taking advantage of our brother. Uh, you come from a very poor background, and today you feel you have everything because of our brother. You are a rubbish Today, our brother don't want to speak to us because he really loves you. I wish our brother can just divorce you. I think we shouldn't say, we shouldn't say such harsh words, Ustad, about pig, about divorcing. Ustad. Don't, don't disrespect somebody. This daughter-in-law is somebody's daughter. 
she's a Muslim. Mm. Rasulullah said to sway a Muslim, male or female, is one of the biggest gunas that you can commit. Mm. Right? That's one. Number two, obviously, when they went for the proposal, Mulana, they looked at the family background of the girl. Mm. They found out, Alhamdulillah, that's why they agreed to get married. Father, the daughters, everybody agreed. The father agreed. Now, when she comes, that's what I am trying to say, that the daughter-in-laws also need to wake up and understand that they are going to their in-laws' house. Trust, respect, muhabbat, understanding, tolerance, and advice should be of priority. Don't go into somebody's home and disrupt the atmosphere and the love and relationship between siblings. Mm. Yes, you love your husband. Your husband is not only your property, he also has to respect his mother. He's got to respect his sisters. You cannot bring about animosity and hatred between siblings. Yes, you are equally important in the life of your husband. Alhamdulillah. Try to be good. If people are being bad to you, as the Rasulullah said, be good to those who are making zulm on you. Mm. Forgive those who are oppressing you. Give to those who are withholding from, withholding from you. This is akhlaq karima. Win people with akhlaq, not with fighting, not with words. And for the sister to call her such harsh words and to tell to the husband to divorce her, this is totally un-Islamic. Mm. They maybe have a problem, they need to see a counselor, they need to sit with an alim and an alima and try and resolve the issue. Be in the khidmat of an alim, be in the khidmat of an alima. You need a marriage counselor, you need a psychologist, you need motivational speakers. Fight for your marriage. This is very important. And as I said, to solve all these problems from the beginning, parents should give this opportunity for their son to go and live on his own. Mm. They will make mistakes, Marana. They will fall like a little baby learning to walk. As the baby walks, takes a few steps, it falls down. The mother picks it up. Alhamdulillah, it walks again, it falls. Eventually, the child is firm on his feet. So likewise, in the early relationship, in the early days of the marriage, Malana, there will be mistakes, there will be misunderstandings. It's a new person that has come into your home, <laughs> into your territory. So inshallah, you need to welcome. You need to be a little bit soft-hearted. You need to be a bit tolerant. And as I said, from day one, if the mother-in-law and daughter-in-law can sit together with the father-in-law and husband and have a family meeting and say, we welcome you, alhamdulillah, into this house, into this home. You are our daughter-in-law. But this is how we do things here at home. And we'll appreciate, inshallah, if you could follow the rules. And inshallah, well do said. As we would love you, inshallah, to do. Well said, we are open to suggestions. We are open to advice. And if you think that we can do it better, Alhamdulillah, we'll respect your opinion. Well said, Ustad. Well, don't you think that is excellent? We can have a good relationship? Hmm. Well said, Ustad. Well, well said. This one says, Mulana Salim, our family broke up seven and a half years ago when my own brother was chatting to my wife. How do we resolve this problem, Mulana Salim? It's affecting my mommy's health. Please help, Ustad. Now, Ustad, who's wrong here? Is it both the parties? Or not to start. I mean, seven and a half years ago, Ustad, when my own brother was chatting to my wife, Ustad. Inna lillahi wa inna ilayhi rajiun. That is why, Mona, 
Modesty is part of Iman. And especially for a woman, it is more important and more required. Mm. Number two, the rules of hijab and farga when we don't adhere to it, Mawana, Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, Alhamu mawtun, a brother-in-law is death. Can you imagine the word Rasulullah used? Because, Mawana, in my wildest dream, we are blood brothers, Mawana. Do you think that I will interfere with your wife? to respect you as my big brother. Yes, Ustad. I need to respect your wife. She's my sister-in-law. She's part of our family. So, Allah... And this should, you see, this is the problem, Malana. We are too lax when it comes to the rules of Farza. You know, we say, no, oh, Iman is very strong, my heart is very clean. I'm looking at that woman and when you say, stop it, he says, no, my heart is clean. And he says, mashallah, see how beautiful she is. Why don't you say mashallah to the masoom baby and say subhanallah? Who are you bluffing? <laughs> this is a, you know, a, a weak argument that we give that I'm not doing anything wrong. My heart is clean. Yes. This is why it is important, Mulana. Again, I'm going to emphasize over and over again to solve all the problems in, in marriage problems, Mulana. Put the couple to stay alone separately. So, 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 yeah, the hmm. brother broke the trust of his brother. Mm-hmm. And she is also at fault. She should have said to her husband, I don't like your brother speaking to me. Mm-hmm. All right, it goes two ways. But I think the brother I is wrong, Ustad. If you respond to me, Monana, it takes two hands to clap. Mm-hmm. If she knew and she knows that my brother-in-law is talking to me in an inappropriate way, one is that you ask your sister-in-law, for some important things in the presence of the, of her husband or the family present. Uh-huh. But in secrecy, in private, your brother is not there, Molana. The parents are not there. You alone with your sister-in-law. You should fear Allah the most. But Ustad, you my brother, Ustad. I mean, I mean, as a brother, can't I think that he, this is my brother's wife? Although you're going to Molana, say... Shaitan is not our brother. Shaitan is our enemy. Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, when two young people, male and female, get together, Shaitan will make sure that their fitna and zina will take place. You cannot be in the privacy alone with a woman, Mulana. Because the third party is Shaitan. Mm, 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 so we need to respect the rules of hijab and farza, Mulana. And we need to make it clear with our, our wives also that, see, I have many brothers here. Some of the young, them are young, Indeed. and some of them are senior. I, as the husband, need to speak to my brothers. See, I am the eldest brother, and this is my wife. I need you all to observe the rules of hijab uh-huh. and farza, and I don't want any laughing and joking and becoming so close to each other that tomorrow will open the doors of fitna. Yes, you will make salam, whatever khidmat you can, dress appropriately, talk with respect and other and don't be start flattering each other. Mm. They should be rules, they should be other, and they should be respect. So, Ustad? So, for the, both of them are wrong, Malana. For the brother to chat with his sister-in-law, and the sister-in-law not telling her husband, and trying to reprimand the brother-in-law, please do not do this, respect our marriages, and I don't think your brother will be happy for what you are doing to me. So, Ustad, so, 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 Ustad we've got about 12 questions, right? Solution. What's your solution for this? Do we call 
Do we call both of them in? And do we do we tell them, you know what, why did you do this or why did you or do we do we just bury everything? We start fresh again, make muff and bring the family together. Or do we call the uh, the, the the brother and the brother's wife to, that were chatting? How, how do you solve this uh, uh, this issue start? I should have a sure. This is call your brother. Uh-huh. Don't call your brother and your wife and uh-huh. yourself. Uh-huh. And as a as a brother reprimand your brother for the wrongs that he's done. Yes. And likewise, reprimand your wife for the wrongs that she's done. And take a promise from your brother that never again will he interfere or say things that is inappropriate to his, to his sister-in-law. And if you feel that won't be sufficient, inshallah, you can ask your mother and your father to intervene and be present. But try to resolve it amicably. Do not make it a scene in the house that everybody will start laughing and mocking and create disunity and disharmony. Mm. Even this great reward, whoever hides the fault of a Muslim brother, Allah Ta'ala will hide his fault. Yes. Amar bil maruf and nahi anil munkar. Stop the wrong. Don't sweep it under the carpet. Stop it there and they on the track. And take a firm promise from both of them for them not to ever do this again. So, Murana, you have to correct the wrong. You can't sweep it under the carpet and say, you know what? He's going to upset my brother. He's going to upset my parents. Allah is getting naraz for you people allowing this wrong thing to take place. So let's please Allah first. Insha'Allah ladiz. And do amar bil maruf and nahi anil munkar. We need to correct the wrong. Allahu Akbar, Allah. Somebody says here, uh, my niece was in, involved in an affair with my ex-husband for over 21 years. Since she's a little girl, till now she's 30. And Allah exposed it, Mawlana Salim. I cannot manage her arrogance, though she's saying she's sorry, but she mostly is concerned who knows and doesn't. How do I move forward with regards my relationship with her? My kids want her dead in their eyes. Anonymous, Ustad. Mawlana, again, this is what I am saying, that the rules of tarbiyat, you cannot interfere in a relationship where there's an aunt and a niece, Mawlana. It is haram to marry an aunt and a niece because that is the bond that Allah has kept. That's why you cannot marry two sisters at one time. An aunt and a niece, Mulana, it's such a strong bond with your sister's daughter. Mm. It is haram for you to marry in that particular fashion. Here again, Mulana, is that we send our, our nieces to our sister's house, Alhamdulillah, our brother's house. And again, there's no concept of parda and hijab. What is happening? Who's talking? What are these? What is being discussed? The code of dressing. Shaitan is waiting for, to make you gumra. Shaitan is setting up the scene for your failure. You know, in the olden days, Mulana, there was no way that the daughter or the sister of the house can leave the house without the permission of the parents. And no daughter will ever be allowed to go even to the brother's house mm. next door and have a night over for a sleepover. Impossible. That's how strict the parents were in the olden zamana. Today, when you see this incest that is taking place, Morana, a person marrying two sisters, mm. having affairs with the other sister, with the niece, Stuff. and all other people, this is one of the reasons. Because we have broken the rules of Sharia. We did not make proper tarbiyat. Mm. We did not worry about the izzat and integrity of our children. And that's the price we pay. Yes, she's broken a home. She's destroyed. What respect will that niece have or that aunt will have for that niece? And you commit a wrong, 
You do the something that is wrong, mm. and you feel proud about it. No, no. This is absolutely a shameless act. <laughs> so may Allah Ta'ala protect us. No, no. That's why in this zamana it is so important. The rules of hijab and farza should be strictly adhered to. Mm. We have young daughters, and again I'm saying it, no, no. you see our young daughters, see how they dress in front of their parents. Mm. Mm. And the parents are the ones who buy the clothes, they allow the daughter to dress provocatively. Every shape of her body, every part of her body is being shown. And the father is sitting there quietly, or maybe he's secretly admiring his own daughter. Nauzubillah, mm-hmm. okay. Sometimes you find the son, they come with a short pen. They're wearing the sneakers or half. The ties are exposed, the knees are exposed sitting in front of their mother, Stuff sitting in love. front of their sisters, sitting in front of their nieces. If Shaitan is not going to take advantage of the situation, then who's going to be? We have lost all this time in Hayyanya's Marana. So how can a daughter, likewise a daughter-in-law, in the olden days, past those who are like 50 years, 60, 70 years, uh-huh. ask them, there was no way that this daughter-in-law can come in the kitchen without an orni or a star. Yes, and Ustaz. her body properly mm. covered. Subhanallah. There was no way. See? And she should try to observe the rules of hijab. That's why it was so peaceful. We never had these issues 40 years ago, 30 years ago. There was so much of respect and muhabbat in the family. When we dropped our guard, then this is the fitna and azab that we you know, Fukaha have also said, ah. you know, even your young daughter, we all, every father loves his daughter. But you know, when there's a possibility of fitna that I'm going to hug my daughter closely to my chest, her breast is going to touch me. Ah. There's a strong feeling that some fitna can also start. Then it's haram for that father to even hug that daughter. He either must make salam to her or she must make salam to her father. Ah. To this extent, to save the fitna. Tomorrow we're not worried how my daughter is dressed, how the daughter-in-law is dressed, is the other, are they wearing a scarf, are they covering their head, are they covering their body, are they wearing loose-fitting clothing so that their parts of their body are not exposed? We can do the basics and have a lovable, lovable marriage. If your husband dressed the best, how you want Alhamdulillah, in your bedroom, or when you're going for holidays, or when you're alone, do what you want. It's between you and Allah. But obviously, you have got to have sharam and haya day also. Like how you fear Allah Ta'ala in public, you fear Allah Ta'ala in privacy also. But what else? these are all the adab that Sharia has given us to follow so that we could have a harmonious relationship with Allah. Hmm. So may Allah Ta'ala generate love between the sons, the daughters, son-in-laws, daughter-in-laws, mother-in-laws, father-in-laws. Let us respect each other and inshallah be wise enough not to flout the rules of Sharia and respect and inshallah give respect. Hmm. So may Allah give us perfect work. I mean, I mean, I mean, Thumamin. Ustad, we, we, we have to continue, inshallah, maybe next week. We've got about 11 questions left to start. So uh, maybe, inshallah, next week, Thursday, inshallah, we, we continue with this topic, Ustad? You can take one last question. Is the shortest question. Inshallah. It says here, uh, uh, Dear Molana Salim, my mommy and her sister, 
they are not speaking for 18 years because they had a misunderstand they had a misunderstanding in Medina when the entire family went for Hajj the entire family split up since then because my mommy she heard that her own sister spoke bad about her children please we need help come on Ustad just for that to start Allahu Akbar Allahu Akbar imagine such a great ibadat you know when you went perform Hajj Allah forgive all your gunas and now in such a Mubarak place rebirth is taking place one side we're talking ill about other people and we're breaking ties. 18 years is gone. What answer? All your ibadat is gone all to waste in the eyes of Allah. If you are not speaking to your brother or sister for more than three days, none of your ibadat is accepted. None of your duas are accepted. So what's the sin? You know, rubbing your, your head and your forehead on the musallah when you're not talking to your sister. Yes, if there was a misunderstanding, Please be bold enough to go and say, I'm sorry, I spoke ill about you. Please make me laugh. Hmm. Isn't it so difficult to ask for exactly, and say, I'm sorry, I made a mistake. So that Allah is rowdy with you. 18 years, Monana. What sure. answer are you going to give to Allah on the day of Qiyamah? What type of mahajianis are you? Yallah. What rules or what akhlaq are you setting for the children and grandchildren to come? No. Somebody from the family, elders of the family should please meet the two sisters, get them together. Even... There's one, three places you can speak like. Only one of the places I'm going to say. Uh-huh. If you are going to speak lies to bring two people together, Allah Pak will accept that lies. There's no guna in it. Mm. But you can say to the one sister, the other sister is very sorry for what happened. Please forgive her. She's asking for mark. You go to the other sister and say, you know, your sister loves you so much. She's crying. She's worried about you. Why don't you make her mark? We go and speak lies. Just for one reason, Allah Pak brings these two sisters together. So somebody in that family some alim, if there's alim in that family or alimas, or some close family friends should get these two sisters together, sit them down, and inshallah, sort out the differences, and they should make mafi shafi to each other. May Allah Ta'ala give us tawfiq. Mm, 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 mm. Allahu Akbar, Allahu Akbar. Ya Allah, may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala save us and protect us, Ustad. Ustad, inshallah, maybe uh, just one or two minutes advice quickly, Ustad, before we close the program, before we close the topic, Ustad. Marana. Always think that the person in front of you is better than me. Allahu Akbar. Mm. Always humble yourself. If you can do this, number one, if the person who is in front of you, irrespective mm. of who is, mm. always think in your mind that uh, that person is better than me. In the eyes of Allah, he, he or she is better than me. Number one, always talk good about people. Never talk ill. Number three, never hurt the feelings of other people. And number four, sabku maftaro, or dusro kubi maftaro. Forgive yourself and forgive others. Inshallah, with forgiveness, Allah will generate love, taqwa, muhabbat, and reward in the akhirah. And Allah will give you a peaceful mort. Allah will give you a mort with rahmah and mercy. Mm. What else more can we ask Allah? Is it just so difficult to say, I am sorry for the wrong that I've made? Then it shows that giver, pride, and arrogance has destroyed you. 
Six minutes uh, after five, uh, we're going to leave it there. There are so many, so many sad questions are coming in right now, Ustad. Of course, I will have to continue, inshallah, next week, Thursday. I see there's another mother crying, listening to the program, say, please send the podcast. Tia Molana Salim Karim, uh, she's from Overport. But anyway, we're going to leave it there, all our beloved, beautiful, wonderful listeners of uh, uh, the discussion, Marka Sahaba. We will be seeing you guys, inshallah, next week, same time, same place on our program. The discussion from myself, my beloved Fabila Tulustad, Hazrat Malana Salim Karim, and of course our beloved engineer this evening. Allahumma hadina wahdi bina wahdi nasa jamia. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.